I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, this is Zach Honig from Miles Away. We've got a very special episode today, and that's because we've got a really cool giveaway, probably one of our best giveaways we've ever done at the Point Sky. One of the world's best-reviewed business class products is about to get a whole lot better with the launch of the 787 Dreamliner, and we're giving you a chance to fly it for free. In connection with today's Miles Away episode, all about Istanbul and Turkey, we're running one of our most exciting giveaways yet. A very lucky TPG reader, podcast listener, and turkey-bound traveler will walk away with two round-trip business class tickets between U.S. Gateways and Istanbul, two nights with breakfast at the Four Seasons Hotel Istanbul at the Bosphorus, and one night with breakfast at the Four Seasons Hotel Istanbul at Sultanahmet. Depending on your routing, you might even have a chance to try out the new 787 business class. So here's how to enter to win. First, you're going to want to subscribe to Miles Away and Talking Points, both of TPG's podcasts, on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. Rate and review Miles Away on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. Listen all the way through this special episode of Miles Away on Turkey, and then submit your entry via our official Google form. The winner will be chosen at random, assuming you meet all of the requirements above. Check out our full giveaway post for all details and requirements. Good luck and safe travels. I'm very jealous of the winner. Welcome back to Miles Away. Today we are venturing out to Istanbul, Turkey. And listen to the entire episode because we'll have some clues that you'll need to participate in the giveaway. But joining me today we have Nick Ellis, TPG's Reviews Editor. Hey Nick, welcome back to Miles Away. Hey Zach, good to be back here. Walk me through the trip that you had. So you were there for about a, a week in total? Yeah, I was elsewhere in Europe first. So I flew from Nice, France on Turkish Airlines into Istanbul, new airport, taxied for maybe an hour and a half <laughs> and then finally right pulled into the apart. city into downtown yeah, basically it felt like we were going downtown at that at that rate the airport itself is huge like you walk in and you don't see another person for miles really yeah it was crazy i've been wanting to see it for a while i mean so this has been in in the works for for quite some yeah. time yeah and i think that maybe it's just because where i came from like i didn't see any. it wasn't busy at all but i walked just in these enormous corridors with soaring tall ceilings and huge wide walkways it was it was kind of surreal all right that sounds very different than istanbul old airport is that what they're calling it now the old airport they still have some flights out of there i think they do because they still like reference it at at some points but but i don't really know ist is the the, new airport that's the new airport so i flew into the old ist uh, a couple of years ago and uh yeah they definitely not feel spacious at all it was an entirely different feel but it sure. <laughs> did have a very cool business class lounge. So yes. even even back in the day, I mean, it's been around for a while, but that was one of the top business class lounges. So when I was in there, I'm like, well, what's going to happen to this? This is a kind of a nice space. Yeah. So apparently they the new space in the new airport is just as good or, or better. They have like made to order food and huge spaces, wide open I didn't get to see it while I was there because I was flying in coach and arriving. But uh, okay, yes. <laughs> well, I'm still very jealous that you got to to visit the new Istanbul. Yeah, airport. it was it was cool for sure. How far is it from you know the city? It took 
almost an hour or so in a taxi. Oh, did you hit traffic get in. or is it really far Not away? Not really any traffic. It was. It seemed really far away. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the old airport's are probably a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like a lot of cities are doing this, building these brand new airports far, far, far away from the city center. It's hard. I mean, because they need a lot of space, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yep. especially as tourism increases over the years, yep. you know, you need additional runways and bigger terminals. And exactly. there just isn't that much space yep. in like downtown areas. Yeah. So I feel like every... I just feel like every city that's doing a project like this needs to have a, an express train to the city. I mean, but the, the cab was cheap. It was $20 U.S., and it wasn't a big deal. But it, with traffic, it would have been miserable. How did you choose to get around there? Was it just cabs the whole time, or did you take Ubers? Or Well, I was in the city only for about two days. So the first day, we walked everywhere. We stayed right close in Sultan Ahmet, which is, like, the main tourist area. Mm-hmm which is where, like, the Hagia Sophia, the Blue Mosque, Topkapi Palace, all these places, that's where they are. So we could just kind of walk from one to the next, no problem. And then if we wanted to go elsewhere, we, we did take a taxi or two, but mostly walked. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, it, you know. Yeah, I, w- I, I would say that. I think if you know your route and you, like, know where you're going or have an idea of where you're going, it, it's walkable for sure. But taxis are easy. Even if you don't speak Turkish, you can show them the, ad- you know, the address on your phone of where you're going and they'll get you there no problem and they're all metered we never had a problem with um the taxi meters or anything like that you've been all around the world first time in turkey but did istanbul remind you of any other cities or did it meet your expectations it did not remind me of anywhere else um you know you hear the call to prayer walking around in the city which is really cool my friend noticed this and told me that you know looking out into the cityscape it kind of reminded her of a star wars landscape because of the minarets like dotting the sky it was all gray it just kind of looked like a really cool like it's ancient but it almost looked super futuristic the way that the mosques were constructed and that kind of stuff so you're there for for a couple days which is probably a a decent amount of time to to work in a a stopover maybe if you're connecting on turkish airlines and going somewhere else especially now that the airport's a a bit further out you don't want to go to the city for maybe four hours. I mean, you're going to be spending yeah. half that time getting yeah. to and from the, you know, the airport. Totally, yeah. I think you probably need a good day. And if you had one day, you could see the top tourist sites because they are so close to each other. You know, we did that kind of the first day. And then the second day kind of chilled a little bit and, you know, went into the more obscure foody, drink uh, yeah. neighborhood, you know. Or Living as a, yeah, as a local yeah. almost. You know, where the coffee shops are and all that kind of stuff. What would you say? So maybe looking back to that first day that you had there were five of the top activities that you know you should not leave Istanbul without completing. Yeah, so the first thing we did was when we lined up for the Hagia Sophia, we bought a Istanbul Museum pass. And for people that don't know, that's that famous Blue Mosque? That no, so the Hagia Sophia and the Blue Mosque are two different things. Ah, okay. They're like across a square from each other basically. The Hagia Sophia was a Byzantine cathedral, then it was converted into a mosque and now it's a museum. Um the Blue Mosque is still an active mosque today so you can only go in at certain times but the pass we paid 220 turkish lira which is about 40 dollars gets you into five or six uh, museums and it's valid for five days the lines were super super long even early in the morning when it's hot out in the summer you do not want to be late waiting in those lines so okay. that was worth it alone um what else does that include is that is it multiple museums or? yeah so you can go into the Hagia sophia blue mosque taupe copy palace which is where like the harem the famous harem is it's really cool you could spend like a whole day in that in that area then there's a i 
forgot what it's called, but it's like a cistern, an underground cistern, and a few others that I, I forgot that okay. we did not have but a definitely chance to if you, see. If yeah. you don't like lines and you don't have a lot of time in Istanbul, that is a, definitely a good way to beat the crowds. Yes, 100%. Definitely recommend buying that. Another great thing that we did was we took a cruise along the Bosphorus, which is the river that separates the European and Asian sides of Istanbul. We walked from our hotel in Sultan Ahmet to a station called Eminonu. It's like a huge area. Everyone's kind of hanging out there. It's just right by the river. It's where all the tour companies kind of dock the boats and the ferries that take people across Got it. So if you don't, I mean, you did an hour and a half sunset cruise, but you could also take a ferry across and, and kind of see it that yeah, way for Yeah, you, you could too. Probably cheaper. Just depends definitely. on what you're after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the weather was kind of bad there, so it was clearing up. So we're like, oh, the sunset's going to be beautiful. So let's, let's do that. You see kind of the famous sites, but also the kind of maritime culture that this city has too. Even though it's just the river, it's, it's very water centric. These kids were jumping into the Bosphorus River off these bridges. Like it, it was, it was really cool. And under one of the bridges, there are all these like fish, really local fish shops that, you know, sell fish sandwiches and grilled fish and whatever they are. Oh, so awesome. really cheap and, and like local. Then we, we went back to where we started at the Eminonu station. Then we walked across the Galata Bridge to another area of town. This is still the European side, but kind of the central part of that area is called Galata Tower. And it's this old tower that you can climb up and have amazing views of the city from. The line's very long for that too. And around there, there's like a whole area called, I'm gonna butcher this, Beoglu. And that's kind of an area that has a lot of bars and restaurants and shops and, you know, record stores and, you know, shoe shops and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like the cool night Yeah, kind of cool. That's like where the Soho house is and like, you know, just kind of cool hipster people hanging out there. So I, I want to work in some some uh, reader questions. I sure. solicited some questions on Instagram. And uh, first we have one from Liz. And I know that we talked about some of the activities, but yeah. um, she said, what, what are some of the must try foods and activities? And I know that we definitely want to talk about food. That's one of the reasons yes. that you go to Istanbul and spend some time. Yes. The the food is incredible. You just go to any cafe on the, on the street and you're going to be able to get it like a traditional Turkish meal, which is like kebab and a lot of lamb. Now, the, ke- the kebabs, is it is it like cubes of meat on a skewer? Yeah, it's, or more, it's it... more like minced right. meat kind of like in like long. It's like a sausage almost. Yeah, exactly. It's a, It looks like a, like a long, very long sausage and kind of like flat. And then you order with that, like you can order hummus and baba ganoush and every single type of yogurt sauce you can imagine. A lot of places serve this really fluffy pita bread that's kind of like filled with air and then you <laughs> pop it's it and then it deflates. Perfect <laughs> medium for all that stuff they bring exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. That was definitely a highlight. Um, Turkish coffee and Turkish tea is a huge cultural thing there. I don't personally drink coffee, but I had I had to try one anyway. It was very potent. Yeah, it's very like potent. This, it's almost like a little spice spice to yeah. it. Yeah, my friend told me that it's because the the beans are unfiltered and that and like it kind of le- like you kind of leave a at the bottom leftover coffee. Yeah, there's yeah like some residue bean, there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know coffee, but it was good. I and I like the tea a lot. The tea culture is really really cool. It costs like twenty cents for a cup of tea, and it's just a nice way to relax and. It's delicious. Do you get a, a Turkish delight with every cup of coffee there too? I don't think. Okay, I well, did, but I definitely paired them with each coffee. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's just like this little tiny. It's like a, a rectangle. Yeah, sweet, yeah, chewy. They, it's hard to it's describe. It's kind of like nutty, but chewy, but kind of sweet. Yeah, it, and it's like really powdered, powdered sugar, sugar on top. Yeah. Oh man, they're so good. A lot of Turkish delight. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's very good and it's very real. And they <laughs> serve them in Turkish Airlines too. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, so any any other must try food? Are there specific restaurants that you would seek out, or is it just kind of like let's I, go to keep it casual? And just... I we just our goal was to keep it as casual as possible, and just kind of walked by places that looked good and hopped in. And um, but I I do know that Istanbul has amazing restaurants that are definitely worth going. I don't remember the names, but you know I've read about places that have tasting menus and that are at least known around Europe for being pretty amazing. So. Yeah. So it sounds like you can you can just plan plan a stopover, go into the city, totally. see lots of great things, yeah. have amazing food, and not really plan too much in advance before yeah. you get there. Yeah, no, certainly. Uh, one thing, though, is, and I'm, we've been getting this question a lot, I think at least a dozen people ask, but um, Andrew says, uh, is it safe for American travelers in, in particular? You know, did, did you feel targeted in any way or, like, unsafe in certain areas? It sounds like you walked a lot. So. I, yeah, I never did. I felt completely safe while I was there. It was actually interesting because... One of our days in the city was National Turkish Democracy and Remembrance Day. It was like the day that the coup was attempted. That reminds three me years of the ago. name of that lounge. Remember they yeah, changed the lounge? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like it's like the exact same name of the lounge, but like they have a day now enshrined. And oh it was boy. that was a little bit interesting, uh, just because we all know what happened on that. We all know, you know. What it's crazy to that think that that was attempt. Pretty recent. I know, but it was it was three years ago and. Yeah, we were there. So, so on one of those days that we were there, it was very, very, very crowded. Like, it must have been it must have been a work holiday because the streets were packed, absolutely packed. And we were going through the spice, the Egyptian spice market. It, it was so claustrophobic. I, I didn't feel unsafe at all, but like I, I couldn't even get through the whole thing. I just had to, you know, find the nearest exit because it was just too many people. But no, other than that, the people were great. You know. It was fun. one of the moments that I thought were, were was really funny is that we were just walking down a street and we looked up and saw this little kitten on this building. Oh yeah, there's a lot of cats on yeah. there. Yeah, and this and this this kitten was walking along the ledge of this building, like very high up. I don't know how it got there, but everyone was so concerned and you know taking their phones out and like they were calling the police and the fire ch- department showed up and they were going up on the, like the cherry picker to rescue this kitten. <laughs> But the kitten then like ran under the scaffolding, so they like couldn't get it. But it was it was kind of oh like an adorable God. scene. Yeah, and I'm really sad that we couldn't see them rescue the kitten. But <laughs> um, I think that Istanbul is a huge city, and you take the same precautions that you would in any other town of a similar size, like New York or Los Angeles, or right. you know, um, you wear pickpockets essentially. Yeah, like definitely. I mean, I I didn't bring much out with me. I I took some Turkish lira and wrapped up like my debit card in my ID and one credit card, you know, just in case to bring with me and put it in my front pocket. And I had my phone just like, I kind of held it the whole time. And there, there's so much going, it's so hectic. There's so much going on. It's kind of hard to stand out almost. So you, you went in kind of the, the middle of summer. Yes. Uh, so when I went, it was actually after the uh, Dubai air show. So it was in November ah, cold. and <laughs> it was, it was chilly. It was actually, so you prefer hot, hot, hot weather. I like, you know, seventies is pretty good for yeah. me. So when I went, it was probably like low 70s. It was very, very pleasant, but it wasn't crowded. You know, there were not right, yeah. too many tourists. Uh, and the weather was great. Uh, clear skies, you know, shorter days, but it was yeah, it was fantastic. So, uh, you know, if you don't have to travel there in the summer, might want to consider yeah, you know, no, a shorter I'm, season, too. I mean, yeah. I mean, in cities, even though I do like the heat when I'm sitting on the beach, when it's really hot in a city and you're walking around all day, I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we had 
lower temperatures than you had, though. We were like mid-60s and kind of rainy and cloudy. Oh. It was weird. Oh. It was totally okay. weird. I'm yeah. just picturing it being like No, really I, I know, hot. and it usually is. People are like, we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're like, we have no idea where this came from. This is like completely out of the blue. But then it cleared up the second half of the second day, and it became beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, so I, I, I always like to ask this, usually at the beginning, but um, who is Istanbul for? You know, is it, is it families? Is it couples? You know, is it solo travelers? I think that if you're a family of young kids, it's probably not the best. It's, it, it's a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot steps. of... Yeah, a lot of steps. It's very hilly. There's a lot of historical significance that is, is going to be lost on the children, you know, if they're especially young. That being said, I don't think they shouldn't go. I just think it's, you know, it's it's not as accessible or, you know, even as interesting for kids that age as, like, London would be, you know, because the London Eye and, you know, the fun kind of attraction stuff. Um, definitely solo travelers, couples, I think it's a great place for, for both of those types of travelers to go. There's so much to do. You can, I'm sure, you go even as a solo traveler and, you know, go on a few tours and you'll, I'm sure you'll meet people from all over the world that are visiting that city and you make friends and have plenty of places to go drink and eat and all that kind of stuff. So I, I want to take a, a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to dig into some flight and hotel options for your trip to Turkey. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Nick, you, you were already in Europe when you flew into Istanbul, but so you flew in from Nice. Is it, it was it like yeah. a three-hour flight, something like that? Yeah, about three hours. But yeah. if you're coming from the U.S., it's, it's quite a distance. But Istanbul and, and Turkey in particular, uh, on several word charts, counts as Europe. So, you know, Western Europe, it's the same number of miles. Right. So you can That's get a, a huge, great value, essentially, because yes. you get a 10-hour flight for, you know. The same the, price as the six-hour to London. Exactly. Yeah. Turkish Airlines flies from a handful of gateway cities in the U.S. and North America. In the New York area, we've got JFK. Uh, there's a Newark flight uh, as well. They've got the Dreamliner coming. Uh, there's Washington, D.C. There's uh, Miami. It's Atlanta. Atlanta. Chicago. Chicago. West Coast. San LA Francisco. And San Francisco. Lots of options. Yeah. And then you can also fly other carriers as well. But if you really want to you know, start off your trip with the real Turkish experience, especially if you're in business class, because it's yeah. a fun business class. Yeah. You've, you've flown that in business. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. So back on my way home from the Dubai Air Show, I flew. I got two flights uh, on wide body planes. So I had the A330 at first, which is uh, two 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 in business class and then the triple seven which is two three two which does mean that you can get a middle seat in yeah. business which is not ideal the product itself the hard product is is not great it's fine especially if you're going with you know with a companion but the new business class though is looks to be a lot better one two one uh definitely a, a step up but award availability for a while at least a couple of years ago was outstanding yeah every, you could find it all the time it's it's a little i it's, it's harder to less come now. by now, definitely. Yeah. You know, if you can find it, you can book with United or Aeroplan. So you can use your Chase or your Amex points and book for 70,000 United each way and 57,500 Aeroplan each way. 
which is a like you said, is an amazing deal. Oh yeah, especially because the food. I mean, the court like. I haven't flown it, but whenever people talk about Turkish Airlines, they say the food is just out of this world good. It's from Doenco, which is a, an Austrian uh, caterer. But yeah. it's, I mean, it's really good food. And just the whole process, they come and they, they set up the tablecloth, which is nothing out of the ordinary, but they they do it. They really nice set job. it up. They really yeah. set it up. <laughs> they line up your you know your your napkin holder and your, and right. your all your silverware, and they put a little uh, LED candle on the table. Makes the little they things. They dim the lights. It's just it's just a whole process. It's like a food parade. It's it's a lot of fun. So. And there's like an onboard chef, isn't there? With like the little there white is. Hat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's a chef who comes to take your order, and <laughs> I must do something in the galley. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty rare to turns have a, on the oven. Business class chef. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like they can make custom meals necessarily, but uh, you know they they can maybe do modifications. But I would say like the food and it's the the flight attendants, just the service is aspect of it is makes Turkish worthwhile. But if you can't find availability on Turkish, or if you're you know going to to Europe beforehand, there are plenty of options uh, and still the same redemption amounts. Uh, yeah, Star there. I mean, so many airlines fly into Istanbul because it's such an international global city. So you know you can fly Lufthansa, Swiss, Austrian. And Star Alliance alone, yeah, BA, BA, Iberia, Iberia, Air France, KLM, all mm-hmm. yeah, all of the above. Definitely lots, lots of different flight options. Totally. I've noticed with the cash fares, um, especially when I was flying back, it was the same price for me to to work in a stopover uh, in Istanbul. Yep. So might not That's always great. be the case, yeah. but it, it just depends on the fare. So yeah. take a look, look at the multi-city option. Definitely. Don't just say, oh well, it's giving me, you know, I can get a nine-hour layover. Do multi-city. Fly in one day, check to see like if you stay a couple days, is it the, the same price? If it is, see your country. Absolutely should do it. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so, and where did you stay when you were in Istanbul? So you were you were very centrally located. But what hotel yeah. did you choose? We were at the Four Seasons Sultan Ahmet. Oh, Four Seasons uh, guy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It w- I mean the the price was so good. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars a night, and then I was splitting it with a friend. So it was just when we were there for just two nights. So did you book through Amex FHR? Yep. yep. Ah, and so we okay. got the hundred dollar food and bev credit, uh, free breakfast, which was out of this world. Like the breakfast, they had a an extensive make your own juice station. They had like a Turkish kind of like a crepe mm-hmm. situation going on. They had you know the omelets. They had the f- the fruit was amazing. The meats, the cheeses. It w- I mean, it was like an hours long affair. The hotel is like. It was beautiful. It was like, you know, very kind of old classic style, but very quiet. Uh, the staff was great. A really good value <laughs> for your money there. There there are a number of, of points hotel options, but don't overlook Amex FHR. I've Definitely been, not. I've that. been staying. I, so I just completed my, my second four season stay over the last few weeks. Because of Amex FHR, I did um, Kuala Lumpur. Oh, which yeah. Which is great because it was about $150 and I got a $100 spa credit. Right. So. And then I just <laughs> did uh, True North in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, which was, I think the rate was 230 but I got a $100 credit there and free breakfast. And so in, in the end, I mean, it, it's a heck of a deal. Totally. Yeah. And, and one of the nights we used the $100 food and beverage credit at the other Four Seasons property to have dinner because it's right on the Bosphorus. And it was incredible. Oh, that's pretty cool yeah. that you can do that too. Well, <laughs> we we called and they were like, "We'll charge it to your room, sure." Yeah, and then, well, I asked them. I was like, "Can we use the food and beverage credit at the other Four Seasons property?" And then they transferred me to someone else. And I don't really think that the question was really understood correctly, because they're like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." And then we got back and it was on the bill. And I was like, "Well, before I called this property here just to make sure that we could do that before we did." And they. 
they took it off just fine, but I don't think it's explicitly said. Oh, but okay. This is your mileage may vary situation. <laughs> yes, maybe. exactly. But it worked out, and it was beautiful. <laughs> so I, I saved the Park Hyatt, um, which... I was going to stay there, but then I switched at the last minute. It was a good call to switch because, uh, I mean, the Park Hyatt, it's a beautiful hotel, but it, if you're walking around, then uh, it's its a bit further out and it's up oh, a, a okay. long hill. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> and there's not much to see in that area. So I was also on foot, okay. but I was, I was spending a lot of time getting to and from the hotel mm. just between the yeah. sites. So worth yeah. keeping in mind. And then, of course, you know, you've got plenty of Marriott options. Tons, yeah. There's a St. Regis, a W, Ritz-Carlton at least one or two Marriott and branded Conrad Conrad Hilton, Hilton person yep yeah plenty yep. of points and miles options so uh, Istanbul hotels or even the nicer hotels can be relatively reasonably priced yep so check the cash rates before you pull the trigger on an award definitely but if you're going during a, during a peak period or maybe there's some kind of event yeah, and you're gonna get a great value for your points definitely so I have one more question I, w- I want to end with Chris's question here how long should you go for we talked about that so I mean, a couple of days is pretty short. But yeah, I would ideally probably have three full days. And, you know, if you have more time, I think, you know, even one more would, would be great. I, I think there's so much to see. And, you know, you can really slow down and, you know, get a taste of the, the way of life, of life yeah. there. Yeah, because I think it's really unique. And I think that that would be really good use of your time. But I'd say probably three is ideal because you do tend to arrive late. In the day, just the way that the flights are, because they are so so right, much longer. Right. Evening flight to from, from the U.S. Yeah, you're going to still arrive at like you know three o'clock, and by the time you get into the city, that day is you're going to dinner, and it's done. Right. You know, it, there's really not much else you can do. So, and you'll be jet lagged. I would definitely do at least three full days. And the the second part of Chris's question is: Are there any other cities or areas worth visiting besides Istanbul? Yes, definitely. One that's I wish I could have gone to is Cappadocia, where they do the Oh, the hot, hot air, air balloons, balloons over oh, the like cave yeah. dwellings. Yeah, that looks amazing. But somewhere I did go was the beach on what's known as the Turkish Riviera. The area is called Bodrum. It's on the Aegean Sea, so it's close to Greece. Bodrum is like a huge peninsula, and then there are like little towns in, you know, each area. So we flew into Bodrum Airport from Istanbul and then took a cab for almost an hour and stay at the addition in Bodrum, which was phenomenal. Oh, so it's um, kind of like a small town, but they still yeah. have some Western hotel chains. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are a lot of small towns, but also where we were, it was called Yalakavak or something like that. And there was like this huge marina. Like, like apparently a lot of Ukrainian billionaires go park their yachts there. It's a very like glamorous Mykonos situation. But we also found... Just as far away was much more like traditional towns that you have just like the beachside place where you can eat fish and traditional Turkish food. And it's really cheap. But yeah, there are like beach clubs everywhere. The water's gorgeous. The scenery is gorgeous. It's like it's very mountainous and, and rugged, but it's kind of like greener than you would think of like Mykonos, which is very kind of mm-hmm. deserty and, or Santorini, which is, you know, kind of dry. But it, it was very green and and. Yeah, beautiful. Sounds like the the best of both worlds. Definitely. Yeah, it was a great place to relax, but also, you know, go out and have fun. Thanks so much for joining us, Nick. If someone wants to follow along on your adventures, where can they find you on social media? Um, Yeah, I'm on Instagram at at Nellis underscore Ellis. And Nellis underscore Ellis. Well, safe travel, sir. Thank you, Zach. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.